Good afternoon. I'm Elgin Carolock of Brick City Radio. And today we are going to spend some time speaking with Miss Tanisha Mills, who is the host of our show, Let's Talk About It. And I wanted to give everyone some insight uh, into why I asked her to do this. And largely it's because you know life is tough and so many things we have to learn on our own. So many things we feel like we're on our own, that no one knows what it feels like to go through what we go through. And I can tell you that's just not true. In fact, the word tells us that there's nothing new under the sun. And I wanted to have us have some programming where people could be inspired, where people can be encouraged, where they can feel free to reach into their minds and explore those questions that they only ask themselves. And when their points of, of quiet reflection, uncertainties, the insecurities, to have someone to listen to and who can address those same things and even more. And so I, I laugh because when I first met Tanisha, she was pregnant with her youngest child. And now I, I see him and he's like five. I mean, it's absolutely amazing how things have, have changed over that period of time and how much growth I have seen in her in that same period of time. And if I could explain to you just the things that I know of that she's had to deal with over this period of time, then you would already understand why it was necessary to have her here. That being said, I want to introduce you to her and have her speak. And if you haven't had the opportunity to listen to her podcast, well, you're going to definitely want to do so after this interview. But Tanisha, just give us a quick overview of who you are. Oh, goodness. So uh, if you ask me, I always have two different definitions. So who I am as far as titles is I'm a mother, entrepreneur, uh, minister, and I also am like a, a, a motivational coach or a consultant as well. But if you ask me who I am in my perspective, I am a woman, right? So I am a human being who has many talents and gifts and who wants to be used by God and who really loves to be used by God. So despite the titles that, you know, everyone has put on me and some titles I have taken on myself, I just want to say that I am just a human who loves people and I love to see people grow and I love to see um, everybody reaching their full potential. Absolutely. But what's interesting to me and what I love so much about you is that even when you are in a dark pass, you still have time to help someone else. Why is that? When it would be so easy to just sit in your own pity party and tell everybody about all the problems you have and, and let them all console you, but yet you just push through. What, what gives you that strength? Besides God, right, it's, it's one scripture that always stuck out with me, even in the Bible. The woman, she had lost her son. And even though her son was dead, 
she ran everybody would ask her how she was doing nobody else knew that the son had died she still responded that all was well because she knew in the end that was just a part of the big picture so I see my life as chapters chapters I really see my life as a story of a book my book And that's why my motto is life is a gift from God to be unwrapped by you. Same thing. I see everything as a chapter. Just because I'm going through a bad chapter, my book is still good. My book is still good. So I could dwell on my chapter, but if I build a foundation or build my foundation, my successful foundation or my general foundation based on my problem and people cling to me for that, that pity story, I always have to be in a pitiful place. But if I can capture people based on the strength of that thing, then I always know that a pitiful place will come, but I will rise to the top. But people will be captured behind the rising, the uprising and not the downfall. So I'm setting myself up to even though I have a downfall to uprise because that's the platform I'm building it and I'm not building it on the uprising of my own strength I'm building it on the uprising of God's strength and if I keep it built upon his strength it will never fall it will never fall so that's why I do not let it let the attention be on me and what I can and cannot do because I'm going to have moments where I can do the greatest of the great and I'm have moments where I flop and I don't need you to be standing in the balance or hanging on the balance of my good and bad moments. I need you to be hanging on the balance on my ability to be strong in God, in God alone, you know? So that's, that's my rundown on that. I mean, that is so deep. If you really <laughs> think about it, it seems like you have no friends at all because <laughs> people don't really go that deep. Yeah. Right. I mean, we, we, we live on the surface. Yeah. Our, our, our whole existence is on the surface. For sure. People ask you all the time. So how are you doing? But don't tell me. Yeah. Oh, no, I didn't want to hear that. Mm-mm. You know, you're supposed to just not say I'm all right mm-hmm. and keep on moving. Mm-hmm. And so if you had the requirement that they have to see you mm. in order to know you, mm. boy, you'd have be able to count your friends on one hand. Yeah. Uh, no hands at all. <laughs> That's right. That's right. Yeah. And, and, it, and it also makes it I'm not going to say difficult mm-hmm. but but the challenge of being a servant mm-hmm. when you maybe have to help someone who's fake mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but give them the same amount of help and faithfulness mm-hmm. as if they were true to you mm-hmm. how do you deal with that it's called grace right mercy and the measure that you give is the measure you receive so i always look at it very humbly right Because somewhere along the line, I've been an enemy to somebody else or I have let someone else down because I'm not perfect. For me to look at everybody and say, oh, well, you da 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 da, you know, or you did this or you did that and this is how I should treat you. Okay, that would mean that I must really be walking perfect in every way, right, to everybody, for everybody. No, I have made some people very mad. I have made some people angry by right, which means I was wrong. It was times that people have falsely accused me, yeah, and I, I was right. But it's been times where I have been wrong. I have given an offense. And I have enough wisdom to know that in that moment I needed some grace. I needed some mercy. I needed some forgiveness. So I can't ask for something that I don't need. You know what I'm saying? So it's called reciprocation. I need great mercy somewhere along the line. So I believe in the word that says 
that so a man reapeth, he will sow. I need to, I, I mean, that so that a man's soul, he reaps back. I need to reap some grace and mercy somewhere in my future. I'm going to need to reap it. So let me give some out right now. So when it's my turn, I get it and I get it quickly. So, you know, it's just, it's all about that humble, keeping that humble posture. You always have to do a heart check. You always have to check your posture. And yeah, I walk really deep. I do. Uh, <laughs> But God has taught me how to work with people on their placement. I don't like to say level because then it makes, you know, it makes people feel intimidated. So their place in life. I So I'm not going to give you, you know, this real deep side of me. It's some people that they get the real goofy side because that's who they are. You know, you're goofy. Okay. Let me, I can do that. Let's do this. You know, you bring out the child in me. You know what I'm saying? Uh, so it's about balance. But yeah. People, it's some people that have known me for years and they'll hear this conversation. They'll be like, oh, this she deep. Because some people don't hear me talk at all. Then other people hear me talk a lot. Just depends on what you're open to. The side of me that I feel like you are reaching or grabbing at. That's what you get. So that makes you uh, a very, very good tool for the father to use. You know, part of my prayer is always, Father, let me be a useful tool in your skillful hands, mm-hmm. right? That That's I'm not going to do it. You're the ones who are going to do it. Just use me to, to help you get it into the position as you need it. So in that regard, though, how do you deal when you have such a close relationship with the father and, and he's blessed you on so many things? How do you deal with disappointment about things you ask for and he just simply says no? Cry. I have a fit. I have a crybaby fit. Like I fall out between me and God. I be in bed throwing tantrums and everything. I do. And then I be like, oh, God, you know, I really, really wanted this. And then after I'm done throwing my tantrum, I just get up and say, okay, well, Lord, you want me to have it. I'll be all right. But I do cry. I have a fit. Honestly, that's just real truth. I have, you know how them babies fall out on the ground and cry? Me, I fall out and cry. I might cry for two or three days. And then I pick myself up because he keeps on going. God don't stop and say, oh, come here, baby. I'll change my mind because he's too big for that, right? He knows what's in the future. And then he may even, you know, have it for me later because he does give us the desires of our heart. So it may even, he may be like, if she only knew she's going to get it when she gets older, it's going to come. So he just let me have my fit, too. I can't stay there long to a point where it makes me be disobedient and become um, that disobedient child or that child that's grudgeful against the Holy Spirit, you know, against God. And then I'd be an accuser and bitterness and hate come in. But I do. I have a literal fit. I don't like when God say no. And that is so wonderful for you to say. That is keeping it real. <laughs> You know, people wanted to, to, to think that you were going to say, oh, and I and, and you start quoting scripture at him and start, you know, into this praying and, and the, the ashes and the sackcloth and rolling on the ground. It's okay because he loves us just that much. <laughs> but as we saw with Job, he let Job complain from chapter 2 to chapter 38. <laughs> he did. And then he's like, I. I'm tired of this. <laughs> <laughs> okay. At some point, he, he, yeah. will, he will call you on it. Yeah. But, but it's just wonderful to know that, you know, he doesn't require you to be anything other than just you. you. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> <laughs> just, just be you. And he still blessed. And he still blessed Job. 
Yes, he, he, he still gave him double after he told him about his crybaby self. He, to, he, he told him about falling out, and then he still blessed him. But the friends, you know, they didn't get it. Yeah, the friends didn't. But what was interesting though, he still had to go back and apologize. He to did. Him. Didn't yeah. he have to apologize? Yeah. Yes, he did. Mm-hmm. Yes, he did. And it was because because he holds us in a higher standard, right? Because right? he was a great servant. That's right. That's right. Mm-hmm. And, and and so that is too. Uh, another reason why I, I really enjoy listening to your your podcast and and just the conversations you and I have in general, because it's not that we're all that. Mm-mm. And, and <laughs> not you know, at all. I feel like 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 my uh, my auntie used to say, you know, broke, busted, disgusted, can't be trusted by man, <laughs> no beast, <laughs> or yourself, <laughs> right? It, it, but God can still use you to do hey, great God. things. Any awesome, and so. But we have to have a format where people understand that that is the case. Sure. You know, that you can be blemished. Sure. You can have a past. Sure. You can have done things that you thought that God would never think about you mm-hmm. because of you uh, of your past. But mm-hmm. at the same time, it is our responsibility to encourage people right. that maybe he needed a lying, backstabbing so and so to to get what it, what he needs across right right and and that's one hundred percent real because <clears throat> without a past we don't we don't have a future people the people that need to be reached they don't need a perfect example. I keep telling people this. I can't be a perfect example to an unperfect person because you're raising a standard that you know they can't reach. You are giving them unmeasurable expectations. The unmeasurable should be in what God can do, not in the person. And we we give people these unmeasurable expectations. We give them this great big pedestal that they got to walk on. And then we end up making God so hard. We make God so hard that no man thinks that they can measure up to be righteous. Come on here, Sadducees and Pharisees. Why do you do that? We can't do that, you know. So I want to. That's why I'm so real. I don't need you to look at my perfections and try to rise to my perfections because my perfections are imperfect outside of God. Let me make that very clear. Listen to me. My imperfections, I have them, and when I feel like they are suitable. For a situation, I will reveal the imperfection to help you get to a level of knowing God. God is, I don't know why we get these so, uh, uh, these standards going, but usually standards are made by people. These perfect standards are made by people who are going by what they perceive or a dream that they've dreamt people to be because they themselves aren't lining up to it. And I always say, if anybody was perfect, then everybody wouldn't have to repent every day. That's right. If there was any one person perfect, then everybody wouldn't have to repent every day. But my Bible tells me that everybody must repent every day. That means every man sins every day. Simple That's as right. that. That's right. Simple as that. And, and and go as far as to say you must die daily. Daily. True. Right? That that flesh needs to be killed every day. Because it did, it did, look, when you came up out of that water and accepted Jesus Christ, your flesh didn't. You hear me? That was spiritual. All spirit. <laughs> okay. All spirit. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> your, your flesh caused you more problems than Satan ever could. Ever. Because <laughs> we're drawn away by our own lusts and desires. That's right. 
That's right. Yeah. And and so I think it's it's really refreshing that you can speak real to people without us being condescending. Mm-mm. Because I think that that's what turns a lot of people off mm-hmm. is that you, they may go to someone for counseling, but they feel like they're lower than they are. No. And that that person is, you know, has achieved this, that, or the other, or they have this station or that station, and they feel intimidated by them or feel like they, they can't come to you because, well, I'm, I'm not as good as you. Mm-mm. And like, like, God is any respecter of man, right? Mm-hmm. That we have to have the humbleness to be honest with you, mm-hmm. the love to tell you what is right, right, and then the accountability to help you with it, mm-hmm. and then also to ask you to do the same with us, right? Because that's I'm right. better than you. That's right, right. So mm-hmm. you, you might see me slipping. That's it. And and you need to point that out. Yeah. And you'd be like, man, I, I came to you for help, but boy, you bought as jacked up as I am. And it's like exactly. That's the point. I'm just stronger in you. And, and I, <laughs> I remember I have dialogues. They're like, since you know everything, no, I don't know everything. What happens is God sent you to the areas that I've just mastered already. That I've just mastered already. So the people that come to me for godly counsel, because, you know, spiritual life coach is different from regular for the godly counsel. They're like, oh, boy, you really you got all the answers. You know why? Because you just so happen to come to the places that I've mastered. But it's some places you've mastered that I'm like, whew. You know what I'm saying? So some instances, got iron is sharpening iron. So you are strong in areas that I'm not. It may be times, you know, I, I don't overlook or, or think of one thing because I may be your counselor today, but, hey, you may be mine tomorrow. That's right. And you may be mine to tomorrow. We have to remember that. Got to remember. We have to remember that because that's just it. I, I love the way that you put that. If I, if I could give a, a medical analogy, right? So we go into our doctor. And we have a pain in our knee Mm -hmm. and he's our primary care physician and Mm -hmm. he can give us all of these remedies. But Mm -hmm. if none of those remedies work, what is he going to do? He's going to send you to a specialist. 100. Now, will that specialist know as much as he does about general medicine? Probably not. Mm -hmm. But about that knee pain? Mm -hmm. Oh, I know exactly that. Mm -hmm. And so you get there and he's talking to you and you're going, this is wonderful. How come my doctor didn't know that? Well, it's not his job to know that. That's right. And so God uses us the exact same way. There's mm-hmm. things that we specialize mm-hmm, in mm-hmm. that he sends people to us just for those things. Mm-hmm. But where we have to be careful mm-hmm, mm-hmm. is not to be seduced by the accolades, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. By the praise. Mm-hmm. They'd be, they be trying to throw praise on yeah. you and you'd be like, no, no, nope. no, 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 Mm-mm. no, no, no. And, and I think that that is one of the things that, uh, again, that I admire about you because it would be so easy mm-hmm. When you have the gifts that you've been given to start using that little word, that, mm-hmm. that I, Mm-mm. you know, I this and I that. And, and it's, it's, it's amazing because we encounter evangelists and prophetesses and prophets from all over. And how you know their authenticity is how long do we go before this story becomes about them? You hear me? Yes. Yes. Uh, <laughs> don't get me started on that, you know. A lot of people don't know my story, but they see God operate in my life. And I'm so about making sure it's not self-centered. Because, again, if you, if I am making it all about me and my strengths, I'm not always strong. So 
some point in time, I'm going to be very misleading to you because you're holding on to me for my strength. Okay, now when you have a spouse, it's, it's kind of like the same way. When you get married and you find someone you fall in love with, you're not just falling in love with their strength. You're falling in love with the strength, the the unstrength, the gift. The When they ain't operating in their gift, you better love them. When they are operating in their gift, you better love them. But a lot of times people will uphold you, upbuild you, and put you on a platform based on your gifts. Then when it's time for the gift to die down, they're looking at you crazy. Well, you didn't accept me. You accepted my gift. So that's one of the ways that I'm paying attention to people. What's going to happen when you see me operating outside of my gift? What's going to happen when you see me in the mall and I'm not so holy or spiritual in the spiritual clouds? You know, because the Bible say don't be so heavenly bound that you know earthly good. What happened when I'm in my earthly good moment? You're going to kick me off the pedestal because I guarantee you that very anointed and preachy voice that I have up there. You're going to be looking for me to operate it and you're going to see me laughing and joking and may not be talking that much at all. And you'll be like, what happened? You acting funny. No, boo. I'm I'm acting like me. You just only know me in one setting. You only know me in my gift, my set, my, my gifting setting. That's why the Bible said that we must know those that labor among us. Yes. If you know me and you fall in love or, or fall in light with me, not not on a relationship level, but if you just accept me for the human without the gift, I'm we gravy. We're going to be same with me. If I accept you without your gift, you know, I'm unimpressed by titles. I respect them, but unimpressed by them. Sure. Yeah, I am. I am very unimpressed by like I. You can have a gift, you know, you can have a gift, money, same way you have a whole bunch of money. It doesn't impress me. What I'm looking at is how you treat your family, how you treat your kids. I measure a man by how you treat your family, how you treat your kids. How are you treating the ones charity starts at home? How are you treating the ones that labor with you every day when you good and when you bad? You know what I'm saying? When they see the good in you and they see the bad in you, I'm, I'm measuring you based on that. The people that, you know, walk closely with you. I'm measuring I'm not measuring you on the thousands that are drawn to you because of your gift. I'm measuring you by the ones that 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 love you, that you love, mm. that you say you love, All you right. know. And that's what I'm measuring on. I always tell my kids, there is no way you better not come in this house and treat your brother and your your brothers and your sister uh, uh any less than or have more patience with the people outside at your school or in your other environment than you do in this house. You better not go out there and treat everybody kind and come home and pick on your sister and brother because the world is tough. I don't play that. Charity starts at home. That's right. That's right. And that's it. And and even in the whole realm of relationships, the honesty and communication are the key Mm -hmm. that that I have to hold you accountable Mm -hmm. and you have to hold me accountable. We have to be respectful, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But at the same time, we have to be big enough to hear that answer. Mm-hmm. That we ask somebody something, mm-hmm. and, but we already have in our mind what we want to hear. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, I have people say, well, I'd ask you, but boy, you just be getting too real on me. So I said, that's all I can do. Mm-hmm. And, but I expect the same from you, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. right? And, and and if you see something that, that I'm doing, guess what? I may not like you pointing it out. Right. But- I'm going to hear it mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and I'm going to consider it. Mm-hmm. And even if I disagree with it, I still have to reflect. Mm-hmm. And so again, part of let's talk about it. It's just that we're starting off in the format of a podcast just so that they can get 
an understanding of, of who you are and where you're coming from. Mm -hmm. But it is my desire that by the time we get to May, June, that it's a call in show mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. because I want people to just get real. Yeah. And, and let's just call in and talk about any subject right. that you feel. It, it, and, and I don't want the, the cop out of you saying, oh, they just a couple of holy rollers. And if I'm not going to call and talk about God, they don't, they don't understand <laughs> how it is out here for regular people. Oh, Jesus. Yeah, right. We do. Yeah, right. I'm just as real. <laughs> yeah. And we have to do that. And, and I think that that is going to be the key to our recovery as a people, yes, our recovery as a nation, mm -hmm. you know, you, you think there should be a separation of God and state. And I'm going to tell you the separation between God and state is how we got where we are. Right. Very much okay. so. Very and much so, so. And so let's, let's have some honest talk yeah. about how this gets put back together. Right. And, 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 and even with the, let's talk about it. That's, that's what it means. Let's talk about it. Not with a preconceived notion, not with a judgmental tone, not with it even not even with an argumentative tone. I'm not arguing with you. We may agree to disagree. You may teach me something, I may teach you something. But I'm not going to argue with you because that's not what it's about, you know. It's let's talk about it. It all begins with a conversation. We're going to conversate. I'm not going to you're not going to call in and say, "Oh, well, I feel that No, no, no. Don't come. I'm I tell you, I'm I'm going to do one of two things. I'm going to say I'm not the pr proper host to talk to about this. Or I'm going to say, you know, I'm just going to bring you back right on down. And I'm going to say, listen, we, we, we're we not doing this to argue. I'm not, I don't even want to be controversial about it. Uh, just to be honest, I really want to come from a place of teaching, you know, and receiving and being receptive to each other's opinions about a thing because I'm not going to always be right. And listen, guys, I'm not going to always have the expertise or the answer for what you have and then I will easily say hey that's way past my scope but you know we could talk about it see if we can come to some type of you know agreement and then I may have to pass you on to tell you, you know maybe you should search out or seek out somebody else so I'm not going to come in a place where you ask me anything and I'm going to have the magical answer you know the Holy Spirit is a revelatory person so the Holy Spirit may drop something into my spirit to tell you or to lead you in but by no means necessary am I going to come and say, oh, well, she's an expert. I'm not all things to all men. That's God's job, right? right. Um, so I'll never get God's glory. With God's help, I believe that this will be a beautiful platform for growth, development, uh, encouragement. You know, those are my my desires for, uh, let's talk about it, is growth, development, encouragement. Just the, the right to be heard. Let me listen. I, sometimes I may not talk at all. I may just be in the place of listening, uh, just being there for you. And, you know, maybe we can partner with some of some of the counselors that are also a part of this whole Brick City format. And maybe we can get, get you in contact with some of them and maybe they can help you in different areas. But, hey, I mean, I'm off. I'm so when I tell you so excited and so full with what God has given me uh, throughout the years with my different tests and my different problems and issues and situations and craziness. And you guys throughout the, the, the whole segment, you guys will hear moments and you'll hear bits and pieces of my crazy life. <laughs> but 
I didn't go through all I went through for nothing. It was yes. for a purpose. Yes. And the purpose is to serve each and every one of you that fall onto this. Let's talk about it. Whether it be for a long time or a short time, I am grateful that I was able to walk in on the chapter that I was in on. And with that, we will wind it up because what else can you say? <laughs> right? Drop the mic. We're done. Amen. So thank you so much for taking this time to speak with us. And I look forward to all that you will share with us in the weeks and months to come. Be blessed.